We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. You can always listen to us by downloading the PGP on any place, any platform that podcasts are downloaded, including iTunes. It's also available on demand by going to the website... DA on CBS.com. Now, Mraz joins me, and let's start with the most recent Nomad episode because we didn't tackle this last week in the PGP. Mm. It was released, and it was an episode from our week in Atlanta, and it was our chance to ride in the Peanut Mobile, aka the Nut Mobile, and <laughs> do it with Mr. Peanut. Planters had asked us if we were interested. You asked me. I couldn't say yes quick enough. And so then we got to ride the Nutmobile with Mr. Peanut over to iconic hamburger joint, the Varsity in Atlanta. And then we denutted, and so did Mr. <laughs> Peanut. And then we went in there, and an impromptu dance competition broke out. Surreal. I, living in that moment was was very surreal. You, you just loved it. You laughed it up. And I felt like I did a good job myself of taking pictures and videos while enjoying it. And there is the Nomad film crew, of course, tackling that. And yeah, and I just hope they were able to enjoy and live in the moment. But, yeah, I thought living in that moment and seeing how funny it was and then being seeing it on the big screen, obviously, on YouTube, smartphones everywhere, I thought really captured the moment. I thought you did a great job with Nomad and just, you know, the zoom in on the one man doing the Mr. Peanut dance and the, the slow-mo later on. I, I think it really covered every feeling we were feeling. I, I thought it was great. It was one of the rare times that I was really laughing so much that my <laughs> my my sides really did hurt in a public place <laughs> for what somebody else was doing. And Mr. Peanut dabbing and the entire varsity staff going nuts. Like even the, even the cooks behind the kitchen counter was so laugh out loud funny. And the woman coming out with the orange freeze and doing the hip dance with Mr. Peanut was was so funny, and I know we've been just didn't get caught in Nomad, but when we tried to double down and do it again, and th- and then they weren't interested the second time, which didn't get might be in Nomad Two, I guess if that ever came out, that was funny where you, where you turn every part of that day. That was my favorite day in Atlanta on the trip, and just such a cool moment. One of those things where you do the show and you do Nomad, and you see you get the opportunity to do that. It was it was freaking great. But you did a great job with Nomad, obviously, and a little cutting room floor of Nomad. The scene that was filmed at the end, the waving goodbye. Yeah. I it suddenly was as if Nomad went from, hey, full travel channel type series on YouTube to hold on, the director's a pain in the ass. We gotta refilm this <laughs> shot. As if we're filming days of our lives in California here. 
right, uh, Mraz, I need you to wave a little harder here. The way that was cut up like that, I thought, uh, excellent job. I think it really captured our acting skills, but the director was quite a pain in the in the tush on that scene. Yes, we needed a final shot where the nutmobile drops us off, and then we were waving goodbye to it. After the entire day of dancing at the, the varsity and eating at the varsity and being with Mr. Peanut, and so then there's close-up shots of me and you waving to it, and and I needed those close-up shots to make sure the edit made sense. Yeah, and we did get those, and I think ultimately it was it paid off because the shots were the right shots. Yeah, I think we were about a minute away from you asking Mr. Peanut in I don't know a thirty-foot peanut to keep circling the block so we can keep <laughs> reshooting it. But no, Nomad was awesome. One of my favorite episodes for sure. I appreciate you saying that. That's available on YouTube. Just search my name and Nomad. It's uh, did my you change, travel series. Did you change the pixel or something? Like, it seemed very a lot clearer. New More op- high def. iPhone X. iPhone 10. Oh, because your phone stopped dying. You got a real phone now. Well, I was I was up for a new phone anyway. I was just kind of waiting to see what the best phone, because a couple of them hit, I think, in October, the new phone, the iPhone X is. But I, I always like to wait to see what the reviews are, because... Some right. new phones end up being a total bust, and some of them have glitches. They have to worry, you know, work out yeah. before they pump them out. So I waited until December. I had two months to kind of get some market research on it, and so then late December I got the iPhone X, and that's what a lot of that was shot on. Yeah, it was shot as clear as the Bahamas water. It was unbelievable mm-hmm. the way it looked. It really <laughs> yeah. popped. So that's available on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. And now let's talk about a day-to-day where it should have been happy-go-lucky, but you've just been attacked on all sides. I have been. I'm at my wit's end. I'm getting to the point where, ironically, I had a day off last week for a personal matter, but I I need a break soon. I I am getting to my wit's end. People are hitting me from every end. I'm just getting aggravated. I'm getting aggravated. I don't want to be aggravated. You work on two shows that we've mentioned before. Yes. Including CMB, the midday show on WFA in New York. Which is just, it's just a different world than what we do at the network. It's just different. Local radio is different than national radio. What's the biggest part of the different world? Uh, I think it's where we are. We can have fun every day and worry about ourselves. Local radio feels like you're worried about everybody else in competition. Because everybody's out there for ratings. And the ratings get printed in newspapers, especially in New York. And then... You're worried within your own walls versus other shows on your station, plus the competing shows on other stations. Who's getting what big local guests? Who's getting this guy from the Mets, that guy from the Yankees? And it becomes like this competition where if you're the producer of it, you kind of get in the middle of it where you are you got friends on the other end trying for the same guests you're trying for, and then if you don't get them, it's looked like you're not doing your job, but you are doing your job, you're just getting told no. And it, it just comes with a lot of unnecessary stresses and, dare I say, aggravation and now that spring training is here and New York is a mega baseball town, I could see this is the first time I've been through a spring training as a full-time producer at WFA, and it is getting ramped up a notch. And i got to be honest with you, I don't know I'm ready to answer the bell. I I got Alliance I'm worried about. I got Alliance primetime. I got makeovers I'm worried about. How can I do that and turn over and i got to find Brian Cashman in a pinch? I, I don't know what I got myself into here. And it's only February. Think about it. Baseball season goes until October. And I always, I told my wife this. This is a big. I always tell her. And ironically, this doesn't matter now with the alliance. When football season ends, you will have me a lot more. I'll be a lot less stressed. It's 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 a lighter time. It just is in the business. Well, now nationally that may be the case, and still isn't with the alliance. But now that ends, and locally, I got a lot more on my plate with baseball season. So I can't catch a break here. I can't catch a break. No, you're going a million miles an hour every day now. No. No. So, I mean, we're going to get to side B. I got missives for emails from you. I got the other host asking me this. And, and Frank, you know this. I'm lazy. So, uh, you throw that all into a blender, it doesn't end well for me. 
Do you think you've been forced to be less lazy because of all the demands on you? Yes. And I think that's probably my biggest aggravation is that I can't be lazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the idea that I just can't relax bothers me. Let me relax. That's me. Let me just do everything at 50%, half speed, and I'll get by. I can't be at 100%. I'm not built that way. If I was built that way, I'd be a construction worker or something. I'm built to sit in a chair, eat, and watch sports. Now you add a lot more stress to that level, it ain't good. It ain't good for anybody. Well, so I was unwittingly a participant in this. You've been getting pressure from the local side as a producer there, and we're trying to figure out the roles of a Jacob Wilkins on the Uh show. He has been a little flaky, and so we don't know if he's dependable. We've had some scheduling stuff pop up that we wanted to do. The only thing flakier than him is the dandruff in his uncombed hair. (laughs) And... Then I sent out an email yesterday about Alliance Primetime. I don't know what detail you'll get into this on Side B. How much detail? Well, other than the fact that it was 15 paragraphs and... No, I think we give you credit, but we also bring in where somebody on the show didn't love the email too much. And we, me and Bogus, basically ask each other, is he right or is he not right? So we didn't get so much detail, more or less, the what happened. Was the consensus that I was right? The consensus was... You're right, but pump the brakes. It was too much. Yeah, but I think it also showed, and we were trying to show the audience, and again, this is really a prelude to side B, that uh, how much we actually care, and specifically you care. I personally think, knowing you for how long, I know where you were coming from, and I know how much attention to detail. I think it could have been toned down a little bit. I think we got the point four paragraphs in. I don't know if we needed the other nine. (laughs) That would be my my crux. Well, but, so but then again, I've worked. With, I've gotten that message before. You know, maybe I need a new head coach. But Bogus and Bilotti, <laughs> they will take that and read that email di- differently than I will. Well, so the email was where we need to get better on Alliance Primetime, which is our highlight recap of the AAF every Monday, which I think is good. At times, really good. It hasn't been great, though, and I know it can be great because I know how good everybody on this show is in their roles, and I know if everybody's at a 10, that segment will be one of the best things that we do, so I really want to nail it. And look, this is what coaching is all about. I agree. Somebody's somebody's watching film and pointing out, you got to come around the block this way. Look, I have learned the hard way here in this business, specifically from you. If it's too hot in the kitchen, get out. So I have had to take my share of lumps and on the chin. I have learned to, while accepting the message, be able to laugh at the message at the same time. I think I, I took that email. I laughed. I said, here comes DA again. But I also read it. Some of the stuff I took a little personal. Let's just flat out say it. I, you called me a 6 out of a 10, which I said, oh, 6 out of a 10. I'll show him what a 10 out of a 10 is. And then it dawns on you, Oh, wait, that is what DA is looking for. So exactly what you're getting mad and want to show him and prove him wrong, well, that's what he wants you to do. Well, I know your potential, and I yeah. know I know what you could be, and I know what everybody can do on that. But here's what saved you, and I, I don't remember if we get this into side B. This is a whole tease to side B here. You, you were hard on yourself, too. Yes. So if you're going to be hard on yourself and detail what you need to do better, well, then how could we be offended? That's the way I t- interpreted it. Which is a little odd that somebody on the show would take offense to constructive criticism if I'm criticizing myself. Look, have you looked around the walls of the show? Got a, a lot of people like to throw bows, but nobody likes to take the punch back. So Alliance Primetime, I promise, will be even better next week. But <clears throat> in this email, I unwittingly put more pressure on you. You did, 
But And you're having a lot of pressure other places. Yeah, but I'm going to be fair. I read that pressure as fun pressure. You're challenging me to perform better. You're challenging me to be more entertaining. Well, that's a fine challenge to have because that's something I can control. I don't like being challenged on stuff that I cannot <laughs> control, such as a guest saying yes or no to coming on a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what what do you mean? If I if I reach out to somebody and they can't get back, what are we doing here? You know, or if it's a Jacob Wilkins or something, like, you know, where I'm getting challenged to get somebody on a show. If I'm getting challenged to do something and the answer is no and I need somebody to do me a favor... Well, then there's not much more I could do. If you're challenging me to be me, I can control that. So I think there's good challenges and bad challenges, good stresses and bad stresses. So this will bring us into next week where we've been trying to figure out whether we can do an extreme Jake over for Jacob Wilkins and bring in our friend Lisa Ramos, who's been part of MTV's Guy Code, and she's a model, and come in and, and kind of rework his look. And, and he's, been, he's been hard to pin down, and I don't know... Huh. We've been thinking about whether Jacob has a future on the DA show. and uh, I, I just can't believe we could be getting to the point where we're getting two lifetime banishments in three months here. I, that's the way the, the tread it's going to. Well, it, there's a little bit of a difference. I don't know if Jacob will mind being banished. You know, we had to banish Robbie because he desperately wants to be on the show. Right. It would almost be like Jacob pulled himself out of the show, which I don't think there's a precedent for. No, it's kind of... This is a weak comparison because he doesn't have the stardom that I'm talking about here. Feels like a little bit of a Kawhi Leonard with the Spurs situation. Okay. Now, he's more of a Danny Green, right. if that. If that. Right, where he, you know, he's just, what happened here? Now you don't want to be a part of this thing, and that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from Jacob, where it's I'm kind of blindsided by all of this. Because you would think he would be always all, all bought in. Somebody like that who's looking for more pub, pub and promotion in their career should be all in on a show that does nothing but promote careers. I mean, Robbie, I mean, what's he done now? I guess that's a bad example because I don't think he's <laughs> yeah. done a thing. Well, but it goes to show you, you you can peak on the show. Right. I but mean, it's what you do afterwards. But on the show, it is a platform to be great. And he had a chance to peak post-chicken challenge. He didn't do enough with it. If we give him an opportunity for a second peaking, not a peaking duck, if we give him a chance for a second peaking, well, it's up to him. But it's he's playing peekaboo here. Hide. He's playing peekaboo. He is playing peekaboo. And he needs to be a peaking duck. That's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> So, we'll see. Next week, though, Lisa's coming in on Tuesday. This is confirmed. Confirmed. Lisa Ramos in Studio Tuesday. You're going to be on WatchDA.com, believe me. Because she is going to make over at least a minimum of one member of the DA show. Right. If not two, at this point, I'll take off my shirt and never shave my back if we get her in <laughs> studio. Because if I got to do what I got to do for the team. Whatever we have to do. She's coming. Well, something's getting made over. I'm Thankfully, there's the alliance. Because without it, you'd be stressed out. It's, it is my, you laugh. Everybody needs that barometer at the end of the week, right? Whether it be you do happy hour with your friends every Friday, whether it's the NFL Sunday or the college football Saturdays where, yes, you know, LSU plays Saturday. Yes, the Jaguars play Sunday. I don't know who would ever say that. And then you get to that low. Before you get to the Final Four, maybe you're looking forward to betting tournament games or something. And now I've gotten to the point where, yes, I get football on Saturday. Yes, I get football on Saturday. What time are the Apollos playing? I still have that. And if I, I'm already looking for a flex Saturday night. By the way, I'm reworking a date with my wife Saturday because the Apollos got flexed. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing like a Cheesecake Factory brunch instead. How'd that go over with her? Not well. Not well. She <laughs> getting a little fed up now. It was all honky-dory week one. 
is this throw a monkey wrench into you traveling to go see the Apollos in Birmingham? They're, we're looking maybe now to Orlando for a cheaper Frontier flight now, doing a home game. All right. So, but yeah, it's things, and I'm going to mention this in side B, how I think the Alliance primetime might have to lead me to do more work from home on the weekend. Okay. And I don't know that that's going to slide well <laughs> here. I, the, my marriage is on life support because of the Alliance. But look, you like what you like as a guy. And I love, I love spring football. I love the head ball coach. I got to be, he's there for me every week and I got to be there for him. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's the way I look at it. Well, I, I'm glad the Alliance is here to help you out a little bit. I hope it does not become a, a problem in your life. No, I look again, I can control what I can control. I, somebody has a problem. That's my first love. It's the Alliance <laughs> of American football. So if you can't love what makes me happy, then that's it. That goes for friends, family, everything. Don't you dare invite me to a family party on a Saturday or Sunday and Alliance football's on. You know better. You know better. Have it's, the party on a Wednesday. Well, I will say that at some point this spring, we got to get together for a primetime Saturday or a Sunday and really have a good time. Then maybe weather's nice. We'll go out and, and do something. I'm glad you brought this up. I thought about this. There has been some at least talk behind the scenes. I don't know, half jokingly, maybe it'll lead to have seriously about us perhaps going to like the Alliance championship game. or con- If that doesn't materialate, I think that we almost have to get together for either the championship game or the playoff doubleheader. Yeah. And I think we should go as far as to do a pregame show on Facebook Live. Huh. That's a good idea. Where, you know, we follow along. We've done Alliance primetime. We get together maybe at your place. You know, I'll bring the wings. You do whatever. You have a couple of your buddies over. You watch the game. Let's get together. Beers, everything. Before we start drinking, we do a pregame show. Q&A with our listeners. <laughs> we watch the games, go out after, and hopefully celebrate an Apollo's win. I like that. Look, and if the Alliance Bowl is Apollo's hot shots, you and I, house divided. That's tough. That's That would be a tough. But you know what? That also makes it fun, right? What weekend is the Alliance Bowl? I believe April 29th. That's Saturday. Okay. I believe Looks so. Looks like that's the 27th. 27th. And I believe that the week, the 20th, I believe, is the playoffs. Okay. Unconfirmed whether it's one game Saturday, one game Sunday. I would imagine they probably play both games Saturday, give each team equal time off. I would imagine. You yes. know, you don't want to give anybody an advantage going into yeah. the Alliance Bowl. Yeah. Especially with the flights and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> or the buses. Right, the buses. All right, well, this is Side A. Coming up on Side B, more inside the Steinbrenner Memo. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B, joined by the bogeyman himself, Andrew Bogish. Bogey, what's happening? Thanks again uh, to Pete Bellotti, to Joe D, to James Ward, to Jay Berman, to Mike Carver, anybody else who's not available this morning allowing me oh. to hang out with you because I love it so much. I disagree. I think you've become the starter in this role, and I really like it, and I, uh, I think things continue to grow. There are a couple things I want to bring up first and foremost. Formally want to wish you a happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. Because Monday was your birthday, and it's funny. We did Alliance Prime Time. We went through the whole rigmarole, which we're going to get to in a second. Mm. Had a fun time. I proceeded to get to my desk, uh, my computer. I shouldn't call it a desk. Yeah. In my producer's chair after Alliance Prime Time, and I briefly check uh, Twitter and Facebook to see if anybody was discussing Prime Time, and I get a little alert on my Facebook, wish Andrew Bogish a happy birthday. Yeah. And it struck me that as... Friends, coworkers, seeing you more than my wife at times. Right. 
How do you not let us know it's your birthday? I, I don't, first of all, I don't think it's the birthday person's responsibility to announce that it's their birthday. Like, yeah, uh, but like how, it's, you're not my mother. How would I remember your date of your birthday? Um, I mean, that is the catch-22. I mean, we, we, I think we, we might have missed Pete's birthday. We did. But I think it was on a weekend. It was on a weekend. So, like, we missed it on the Friday going in or the Monday coming out if you're relying on Facebook or something like that, which I normally do. But, like, I wasn't going to come in yesterday and go, everybody say happy birthday to me or, like, wear a birthday hat or no, a birthday no, no. shirt or I, bring in a cake or something. I agree. No, I think it would be our responsibility. I do think it's the responsibility of Pete, myself, and DA. And I, I'm a big fan. I guess I'm a big fan of birthdays to the point that I think it it is a milestone every year. And I think it, especially in a co-worker setting, it's just a nice thing that – you guys should, or everybody should just, you know, know everybody's birthday, partake, be like, hey, man, happy birthday, good right. to see you. DA, well, jeez, we know it's his birthday. The birth DA every year, right. the guy will start letting, you know, three months ahead of time what he's doing for his birthday. But and I don't I, know when I, the actual day is, because there's so many, cel- there's oatmeal deliveries from, I know. from Mrs. DA. Right. It's, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes on to the yeah. DA birthdays. Nobody takes more bows on this, and this year's a big <laughs> one with 40 coming up. Yeah. But for you, I don't think you necessarily have to tell us it's your birthday, but you would think it would come up. I don't know, even if it was last week saying, yeah, you know, got, you know, my mom coming over from birthday cake or something like, maybe you just don't do anything. Well, there is that. So this weekend, my wife was out of town and I was working both days. So there was, there has not been an actual like gathering for my birthday. Right. Um, And then even yesterday, just went out to dinner with my, my kids and my wife. So like, it wasn't, there was no, there was nothing to start a conversation about. And like, I just... And I'm not, not that I don't like my birthday, but like, it's just, I'm indifferent to it. Like, you know, it was just Monday. I just want to say on one hand, I find that admirable that you don't want to have the attention on you of letting everybody know your birthday. I do find that admirable. On the other hand, I mean, it's kind of sad. You know, we're not close enough. You can't let us know that in some way. Well, should, should we all by now know each other's birthdays? I mean, I've been to your house for a birthday. For my 30th. Right. And I know it's the general time frame of your birthday, but the specific day I don't know. Right, I've been and to I, multiple Pete parties, and I still don't know the right day for that. I know that. his is like a, a weak winter birthday or something. It's January in the teens. Right. It's just like it's cold. It's miserable. Right. It, it's, Come to Miller's Ale House. Right. It basically sums up Pete's life, cold and miserable. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday is in May. I could tell you now I know that my vac- annual like big vacation is actually taking place during the week of my birthday. So okay. you're in the clear. You don't have to worry about my birthday. Okay, good. Uh, I won't be seeing anybody. That's a birthday. I'll comment on a picture while you're on vacation. Of course. Um, that Pete won't like that I'm posting. And also on that note, Alliance Primetime happened. Mm. I thought it went well. If I'm being an honest observer, I think week two went better than the the other three. I yeah. think this was the second best. I think it's hard to say we're getting better if we didn't, you know, I think there were some times yesterday maybe we, we whiffed on some jokes. And I think our chemistry will get there. But anyway, I didn't think it was that bad. I get home. <laughs> I pull into a Bed Bath & Beyond parking lot yesterday. Mm-hmm. All right? I have to get a new iron, new ironing okay. board. Okay. All right? That whole burnt out. As you see, I'm wearing shir- a shirt that's pressed here. Anyway, I get a text from the body, from Pete the body. Uh-huh. Quote, do you see this effing email? <laughs> I said, what? And now with Pete, with his scheduling duties and management, yeah. this, I, you know it's work-related. Right. I just don't know if it's coming from bosses, if it's coming from what I got. So I don't even respond to Pete. Mm-hmm. I go, let me check my email. Let me get my iron. Right off the bat, I see it's from DA. I said, okay. What does DA have to say? DA, as if he's George Steinbrenner in 1998 running the Yankees, sends out what is a staff missive. I mean, this thing, 
I was going to go with Opus. Was a novel. The premise, and this is really taking you behind the scenes. I don't know how DA is going to feel about this revelation here. DA has has now gone back the day of and listened and watched all three Alliance primetimes. And as a, you know, basically this baby that he wants to hatch had a lot of notes. And I say a lot of notes about what we've done and what we could do to get better. Now, I will be totally honest with you. I read that entire email and at the end thought, all right, that's fair. I w- I'm not going to lie. There was a p- one part that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. I will flat out tell you because this is point of me. Out of a level of 1 to 10, he told me I am at a, at a 6. Yeah. And I need to rise to a 10. I knew that was going to get you. It got me a little bit because I'm thinking to myself, you know, immediately the you image. horse noises on right, Tuesday. The immature me is going, I'm going, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming up with nicknames. I'm coming up with songs. That's a sex for you, damn it. Yeah, we had a free read for J.G. Wentworth. But then it dawned on me that it worked because it fired me up. <laughs> and my immediate reaction was, you want a 10? Oh, I'll give you a 10, which is what he wants. Right. So I, I do agree. I think it worked. Now, I'll let you respond to the email before I get to Pete's point. Because yeah. I think this is for everybody here. Well, I just counted again. It's 15 paragraphs. 15 paragraphs? on a seven-minute segment. Now, some of these paragraphs are only like two sentences. One's even one. But there's 15 separate chunks of writing. There's bullet points. There's bold. <laughs> yes, he's highlighting things. highlight name. You know, there's nicknames, suggestions. It's a lot. And it made me, it made me feel bad in that I thought I was taking it as seriously as I could prime time. Me too. I thought I was at a 10. I don't even know if I'm at a six now. Based off the commitment of this email. I agree. And as I wrote back to the group, like, I know that yesterday, for me personally, sucked. Because we were. I was just scrambling to be ready for the time that we did it. Our newsroom dropped the ball making highlights. So you and I were Correct. scrambling to find highlights in the morning. It was morning, a bad weekend for the newsroom. And things just got pushed together. And all of a sudden, we were doing it. So I was not where I needed to be mentally and prepared like I didn't even have a script written for the last two Sunday games because we were just that kind of last minute putting it together I, I agree with you so I like I want not not that we get a pass but there was a weird confluence of events yesterday that kind of messed at least me up right now I will take this is I mean this is what the why the PGP is great because it takes you behind the scenes I will take ownership in that DA said to me in the pre-show meeting because we do have a pre-show meeting. And by the way, for those of you guys listening here on the PGP that are fans of the show, this is really showing you how seriously we take putting on a show for you guys. He said to me, will you guys be ready at 940? I spoke for both of us and said, I now officially have all the highlights in. It's a matter. I could do the script during the cold open. We'll be ready. Now, we were ready, but we weren't ready ready. Maybe going forward, we should make it known that primetime needs to be in the second or third hours of the show just to give us a deep breath. I think that's fair. And and we'll prepare the newsroom more so that when we walk in and I'm here before you right. on Monday, I've basically got everything in front of me and I can get a head start right. on and what now, we have and what we need. And now look, this is a double-edged sword I'm going to walk myself into on microphone. Mm-hmm. I thought about this yesterday after DA's email, and I'm actually not criticizing him for because I think you know he has some good points. And I think this is a really good segment that could be taken to the next level. I watch a lot of Alliance football. I yeah. do. That's my thing. I love it. Is that going to get me in trouble in my marriage throughout the spring? Perhaps, but you know what? You got to make concessions when you can. My thought is, though, I wonder if while watching the games or as soon as the games are over, or if I miss a game and I catch up a tape delay, I should be making notes in an email. We need 
the, like these are the three highlights we need. And then if I come in, it's not a, oh, how does this sound? How does that sound? How does right. this sound? How does that sound? The problem is if I take to my computer to start typing out Alliance emails after watching Alliance football, oh, at some point my wife's going to whack me over the head with a frying pan and go, you yeah. going to look at me this weekend? Right. So I think I have to try to find a way to put more work into the weekend. But again, tough sell when you're married and you just yeah. went through the 18 we- or 22 weeks of the NFL. Yeah, I, I think you're okay in not doing that kind of work to that extent right. because I'm just trying to find a way to lighten right. that well, Monday I mean, morning the, rush. To me, the bottom line is, and here's a glimpse at our seven-year battle with our newsroom, is that whoever is here Saturday or Sunday should know what, not we would need, but like what anybody would need to represent the four thrilling AAF games. Right. From that weekend, I mean, it's not it's not that hard to walk in and give me Jaquan Gardner's 83-yard touchdown right. run, a Hackenberg interception, and then the rest we fill in. Also, and- I'm sorry when I say this, and I know this sounds like a homer. An Alliance game, and maybe I'm crazy, mm. the ratings are, are still really good. Yeah. Is more important than irrelevant NBA basketball. I'm not saying, now, put the Laker highlights in it, put the Thunder, but we don't need, you know, Magic Knicks. I'd rather have the Fleet Commander highlighted. Yeah, and we if don't, it comes down right. to that, and we don't need Iowa Purdue number twenty one right. versus number twenty four. I get it. I I, I hear there's, you. There's definitely basketball and hockey that rank above the alliance, but there's also alliance that ranks above some of those games that we wouldn't. No need. doubt. So that's how I feel. Now to leave you with the Bellotti note, y'all, please. Do you want to take a guess what Bellotti's main gripe was? Um, I mean, I've I've given up trying to understand and guess Pete's line of thinking and emotion, so I'm going to pass on this because okay. I know I can't get it right because it's not going to be the obvious thing because he's Pete. Mind you, you and me are on camera followed by a DA. By the way, DA criticized himself in there as well. I want to be transparent about that and stuff that he has done in lines. Pete, all he wanted Pete to do was really crank the primetime music when we transition to games. Okay. Mind you, Pete's job is to take a lever – and push it up louder. That right. was what DA yeah. just said he wanted him to do. He doesn't even need to play. He doesn't play all the highlights. I no. play them because I'm in control of that stuff. So, so he, he's literally only doing that. All DA's asked him to do is take an index finger and slide it like an inch more. Mm-hmm. And Bellotti had a problem with that. Mm. I don't understand what's wrong with the levels. You want levels? Watch how loud I crank them. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, okay, that's what DA wants. So basically his way of getting back at DA now... And I hope a lot of you doesn't listen to this. Is deafening beds? Is to give DA what DA asked for. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pilates. I mean, plan. the side note here is it is February what twenty sixth, twenty seventh, and um, so we're basically two months removed from Pete's wedding, and the gleam of that is gone. It's over. Whatever happiness and soothing that he got out it's of over. out of his beautiful new wife uh, is just. It's gone. He's back to Pete. Everything is the worst. The universe is out to screw him. It's over. Well, I'm going to leave you with that. So, and again, if you have any pointers on what you'd like to see out of primetime, you could tweet at me at Mraz CBS, tweet at DA at DA on CBS, and tweet at Andrew Bogish with a C in there. If you don't know how to spell his name, yeah. look it up. But yeah, so that's that's where we're at here. So again, if you're listening to Alliance Primetime, you're listening every week, and you think we just you know shut the doors, go home, and don't care. Know that I had to deal with a string of texts with Pete the Body Bilotti while and, iron shopping on a Monday afternoon. And for the record, your T Rich. Uh, 50 cent line I thought was a winner and I thought the horse thing was Thank locked you. in DA I didn't see DA didn't get the 50 cent thing and I think that's the problem if DA doesn't get a joke right I don't think he likes the joke but yeah, how many people out there get the 50 cent die Richard die I, uh, get Richard die trying I was in it from the beginning come on Damon wake up alright that's gonna do it for the PGP happy birthday Andrew Bogus. thank have you a, Sean have a great week everyone
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.